You are listening to Inside Healthcare, a podcast presented by NCQA. Hi, I'm Cindy Pena, part of the communications team here at NCQA, and your host for this episode of Inside Healthcare. Thanks for tuning in. It's October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So we're going to talk about breast cancer screening and whether the number of women getting their appropriate screenings is going up. We know screenings can lead to early detection, and that can save lives. I'm here in the NCQA studio with our own Dr. Mary Barton. She's NCQA's Vice President for Performance Measurement. Hi, Mary. Welcome. Thank you so much, Cindy. Good to have you here with us. Let's start with the question, what is performance measurement, and what has that got to do with breast cancer screening? Thanks, Cindy. So when, when we look at health plans and the quality of care that they provide to their members, and that is you and me, that's your aunt, that's your cousin, right? People who have health insurance, and the health insurance company that's responsible for them is responsible for seeing that they get the recommended prevention that they're supposed to get. And so for women over age 50, that's about breast cancer screening. Um, Breast cancer screening is one of the relatively few effective screening tests that we have, you know, that and maybe cervical cancer screening are really kind of the top because we know that there are changes in the, in the body that can be detected in advance of a cancer becoming, for example, metastatic. And so that kind of early detection means that you can treat it more effectively. You can potentially have a much higher cure rate. And so that's really the, the goal here is for the performance measure to say to a health plan, hey, this is how many of the women who are you're supposed to have screened actually got screened. And when we talk about screening, is it just mammograms or are they exams as well? The current recommendation from the U.S. Preventive Services Task Force covers mammography screening for the general population. There are some women who are at elevated risk for breast cancer because of a family history or a genetic predisposition who might be recommended by their clinical team to have some different screening tests, but for the general population, mammography is the main uh, method. Of screening, along with the self-breast exam? So there is some controversy in the, um, in the, in the world of guidelines. Um, There's no question that being aware of changes in your own body is an important part for any person's self-care. On the other hand, there have been uh, attempts to study whether self-breast exam um, can improve breast cancer early detection, and those studies have not shown that. So uh, I would say that you know the recommendations, for example, from the U.S. Preventive Services Task Force do not include teaching of self-breast exam to patients. Um, but there's no question that um, self-awareness and paying attention to changes in your own body is an very important part for anybody's self-care. And the I think that the confidence that I would hope that all women feel in being able to say to their doctor, hey, there's something different. Something's changed. Because that is something that needs to be looked up, looked into. So we have here at NCQA something we call HEDIS, the Health Effectiveness Data Information Set. And many different kinds of measures in healthcare quality are included in the HEDIS, including breast cancer screening. 
Um, tell us a little something about the HEDIS measure for breast cancer screening. What does it mean? The HEDIS measure for breast cancer screening looks at the population of women aged 50 to uh, 75 who have had a breast cancer screening test in the previous two years. So the, um, the measure is built off of a set of different guidelines. So the American Cancer Society has a guideline, the U.S. Preventive Services Task Force has a guideline, uh, the OBGYN Society weighs in, you know, and we try to find the optimal place. You know, the guidelines don't always agree 100%, but we try to find the places where they have agreement, where there's overlap, and make sure that the measure at a minimum can assess that. And so this measure is looking for mammography screening tests in women in the ages that I mentioned. And when we look at how health plans have been doing with this measure, I would say over the last 10 years, we've seen significant improvements in the number of women who are getting their recommended screenings. One of the places where it's most impressive is in the Medicare health plans. Medicare Advantage health plans, you know, cover women predominantly 65 and older. And the measure of breast cancer screening has been included in Medicare's STARS program, which is something that has uh, carries with it um, financial benefits to doing well. So what we see is that there's even um, greater improvement in the Medicare health plans who are um, under this particular focus where the STARS program is looking to see how is their performance at taking care of their population. And so with the measures and with increased performance that we've seen over time, are we seeing better rates of survival with breast cancer? So the, there's no question that there have been improvements in breast cancer survival. And the research suggests that there is probably contributions both from the more effective treatments that we have today, the advances in treatment for women once they are found to have breast cancer, as well as the improvements in screening to help um, prevent people having advanced forms of breast cancer. So both things have been important and influential in terms of um, decreasing the death rate or improving the survival, to put it in a positive way, right. for, um, for people affected by breast cancer. Would you say that those measures are needed, or are we getting to the point where we're doing the right kind of measuring and we no longer have to measure breast cancer screening? No, I would not say that. You know, um, when we think about uh, the array of different kinds of health plans that report measures to us, we have uh, commercial health plans that take care of employed people, you know, that cover Medicare, which is the mostly the elderly, and then Medicaid. And of course, there's been uh, there's a changing face of Medicaid plans with the Medicaid expansion that has happened over the last few years, and the rates for breast cancer screening in Medicaid plans are a little lower than the rates in commercial and Medicare plans. And I think that there are plenty of opportunities to improve care. Um, the measures, you know, we've seen in the commercial space, 
breast cancer screening rates are, are close to 75%. So that's a, a great improvement over what was seen, you know, in historically in the United States. But there's no question that that still leaves room for improvement and that there are probably populations who haven't been reached, people who haven't known about breast cancer screening or people who've had fears of one kind or another where outreach might really be helpful in um, encouraging those folks to join into a screening program. And, you know, even if a health plan were, uh, were satisfied that it had reached everybody who, you know, needed to be screened in a two-year period, you know, the thing about prevention and screening is you're not done after one time. You have to keep doing it. So, the, you know, I'm not sure that this is a measure that we would ever say, oh, you know, we're done measuring this. We don't need to. Everybody's doing fine. Mm -hmm. Because I think that, that the need to both um, engage new populations as women age into the period of their life that they should be getting screening, mm -hmm. um, as well as to uh, encourage folks to continue in the screening program to come back again after two years' time. And of course, there will always be women who will be entering those ages where they need to get screened. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. So this is a measure that we will probably never retire because the cycle will continue. I think there's a, certainly a very good argument for that. Mm -hmm. This is wonderful information. And during this month of October and Breast Cancer Awareness Month, we wanted the public to know the work that we're doing that's directly related to breast cancer awareness. And as you said, Mary, we still have some work to do. That's right. And we're hopeful that uh, continued measurement and continued um, focus and sort of highlighting of measure results is going to inspire uh, clinicians and health plans, you know, to do better. Great. Well, thank you so much for being here and helping us understand why measuring healthcare leads to better healthcare for us all. And thanks to everyone for listening. We'll be back soon with another episode of Inside Healthcare.